0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Ministry of Horror podcast. I'm your host, Phil the Reaper, and on today's episode, I want to read you all a story called The Legend of Halloween. This is a story written by film director David Gordon Green, along with owner Tuchel. It's based on the motion picture screenplay by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill, of course, based off John Carpenter's Halloween, and the book is titled The Legend of Halloween. Here we go. There is a town called Haddonfield. Some folks say it's cursed. It started many years ago on October 31st. Goblins, ghosts, and witches were running all around, but no one saw the little boy dressed up like a clown. His name was Michael Myers. He seemed like a sweet kid, but you won't think he's very nice when you learn what he did. He walked into his sister's room holding a large knife, He plunged it deep into her chest and ended Judah's life. Doctors tried their very best, but they could not save her. What would cause a child to kill? Now that's some bad behavior. This naughty boy was put away as doctors made their rounds. He sat inside an empty room and never made a sound. Dr. Loomis studied him, this patient with dark eyes. He recognized pure evil diagnosis, no surprise. Years passed by, and then one night just before Sam Haines, someone let the madman out to rampage in the rain. Dr. Loomis and the nurse saw the open gate. They were seized with utter fear that Michael had escaped, and they were right to be afraid for Michael now could drive. He terrorized that lovely nurse and then fled into the night. Heading home, he spotted a mechanic on the road. Luckily the man was nice and let him wear his clothes. Michael needed some supplies. Next stop, the hardware store. He grabbed a mask, a rope, and knife. Get ready for some gore. Then he paid a visit to his sister, Judas' grave. But why on earth would Michael take the whole darn stone away? Back at his old stomping ground, his objective was unknown. A visit to a haunted house? Nope, this was his home sweet home. From the door, he saw a girl walking with a kid she looked a bit like Judith and he almost flipped his lid. Our hero's name is Lori. She's cute and really clever. Michael stalks his trio as they all walk home together. He spent the whole day watching them like some perverted creep. He played a game of peek a behind some air-dried sheets. With Michael Myers on the loose, Loomis had a quest. He drove to town and looked around to seek a swift arrest. The time had come for trick-or-treats, makeup, masks, and capes, but no one saw the crazy man with the scary shape. Lori chose to babysit a boy named Tommy Doyle. Annie was with Lindsay Wallace, a somewhat nervous girl. Sheriff Brackett joins to tell He's worried and concerned. He and Loomis wait to see if Michael will return. Annie spills some butter, and she almost goes ballistic. When she sews a little skin, the shape gets voyeuristic. Annie gets a call from Paul. He wants to get it on. Perhaps Lindy could spend some time with Tommy while she's gone. Annie grabs the car keys, sits down, and starts the engine. In the rearview mirror, something bad gets her attention. A quick swipe of his brutal blade severs flesh and bone. Michael plans some martian crafts with that big headstone. Lori carves the pumpkin and the kids. Think it's a beauty. Now it's time for popcorn and a bunch of scary movies. Meanwhile, at the Myers house, a few kids make a dare. I bet the boogeyman's inside. Lonnie, are you scared? Lonnie steps towards the porch and up the squeaky stairs. But when he reaches for the door, get your ass away from there. Linda and her boyfriend Bob pull up in a van. They came to party with their friends. At least that was the plan. They go upstairs to have some fun, unaware that danger is near. Linda gives her man a task. Come on, Bob, get me a beer. Through the kips into the fridge to fetch a pack of brewskis. Paul, Annie, is that you? This next kill is a doozy. Michael lifts Bob off the ground, then pins him to the wall. He gazes at his work of art as if he were Warhol. Michael wears a white bedsheet to cover up his mask. Linda has a hearty laugh, but it will be her laugh. He makes a call to Lori, but then she starts to choke. burp, Gasp. Cough. Grunt. Is this some kind of joke? Great phone calls are childish. Linda, stop your teasing. Then the most disturbing sound, a man with heavy breathing. Lori Strode grows very brave when she hangs up the phone, but she's being pretty careless when she leaves the kids alone. Then she has a feeling that she's never felt before. She doesn't know the horrors that are on the second floor. On display are all her friends dead in weird positions. Lori is the queen of screams. There is no competition. As she backs into the hall, the shape waits to attack, and when he swings his carving knife, he's casing at the back. After Lori's staircase falls, she runs in primal fear, cuts and slashes on her arm, each scar a souvenir. Michael's getting closer with his knife in hand lori wakes up tommy she throws a potted plant tommy rubs his tired eyes the noise he can't ignore lori screams he's after me you must unlock the door just as michael closes in lori gets inside she gives tommy an order run upstairs and hide lori thinks she's safe and sound until she sees the drapes she knows that michael's in the room and now there's no escape the shape appears another miss with her he can't connect but Lori's aim is on the mark, a needle to the neck. Lori rushes up the stairs, she thinks the shape has died. The kids are filled with terror and are likely scarred for life. There he is, the boogeyman, it's just like Lonnie said. Tommy isn't as heroic as the comic books he's read. She tells the kids to go get help and sends them down the street. Closet is the perfect spot to play some hide and seek. Lori stabs. The shape goes down. Is this his demise? But why does Lori drop the knife? That isn't very wide. The kids skedaddle quickly. Loomis is swift to act. It's time for him to face the shape in the big climax. Lori sits exhausted. She thought this would end, or this was the end, but she made a fatal error when she turned her back on him. Michael is so big and tough when terror is the task, but he's a big old scaredy cat when you remove his mask. Just in time, Loomis arrives. He's come to save the town. Six shots to the shape point blank. Bang, crash, he hits the ground. No man could survive that fall, but somehow Michael does. Was that the boogeyman? As a matter of fact, it was. Where did he go? Under the bed, in a closet, behind a tree? It seems for now the shape is gone, but there's always, always, next Halloween. Thank you for listening. That was The Legend of Halloween by David Gordon Green and owner I uh, Highly recommend checking this out. Uh, like I said, this book came out last year, and I'm glad I got it. So yeah, The Legend of Halloween by David Gordon Green and owner Tukel.